The New York Knicks are close in selecting their next general manager. And one source close to the team suggests that the Knicks will hire their senior basketball consultant as their next GM. An NBA insider also reveals that if the New York Knicks make a superstar trade, if Randall or RJ would go in that deal. Lastly, Josh Hart speaks out on the Bradley Beal trade and what he thinks about it. All of this and more today. Let's get started. Senior basketball consultant under Leon Rose, Gerson Rosa apparently is going to be the next general manager of the New York Knicks. According to Mark Stein, more than one team expects New York Knicks team consultant Gerson Rosas to be promoted to general manager. This is not a surprise. For the last few weeks on this channel, we've been stating that Gerson Rosas was likely going to be the next general manager when Scott Perry leaves this summer. There was a few reasons to that, but it's really due to the trust that Rosas has in the organization. Last year, when the New York Knicks were trying to get Donovan Mitchell, there was one man on the phone that was trying to negotiate that deal, and it was not Leon Rose. It was Gerson Rosas. Now, he didn't get the deal done, but the fact that he was asked to help with that deal, to aid that deal, and to negotiate for that deal is huge. It speaks to the level of trust Leon Rose has with him, and it also speaks to the level of trust he has within the organization to make such decisions in crucial negotiation talks. So the trust is already there for Rosas, but it's also the relationship he has with Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau. Here's a little bit of background on Rosas that you may not have known. According to Shams of The Athletic, Rosas was hired by the Knicks as a front office consultant in February 2022. He previously served as president of basketball operations for the Minnesota Timberwolves from 2019 to 2021. Minnesota, though, dismissed him after reports of dysfunction in the front office were reported under his leadership. So clearly there are some issues with Rosas. If you look at the Minnesota Timberwolves time, it didn't go extremely well. A lot of people that worked under Rosa during that time reported long hours and they were not able to give their input as they wanted to. So it seems like Rosas does run a tight ship, doesn't like a lot of input and likes to go with the direction he believes is the right direction. In some cases that may be right if you're a genius and you think you don't need any type of help. But I would think that you need all the help you can get, especially in New York. So you have to listen to your advisors and you have to listen to the people around you if you want to make smart and feasible basketball moves. Now, it seems that Rosas doesn't like to do that. However, it could have been the situation in Minnesota. There's a lot of dysfunction there, a lot of arguments at the top. He didn't really have trust like he does with Leon Rose. So maybe it was the trust factor for Gerson Rosas that really led to a lot of the dysfunction that he saw in Minnesota. Under Leon Rose, he seems to have that trust, he seems to have that stability, and he seems to have everything that he really wanted in a general manager spot before, he just didn't really have the support that he needed. Under Leon Rose, it's clear he's going to have that support, and it's also something to note that Tom Thibodeau is a fan of Rosa as well too. So Thibs loves him, Leon Rose loves him, the organization seems to love him, and everything is pointing seemingly in the direction that when Scott Perry leaves the New York Knicks as their general manager this summer, that Gerson Rosas will be the next GM for the New York Knicks. You may not like that, and you may hate that, given the issues with Donovan Mitchell and the fact that he wasn't able to close that deal. But either way, whether you love what he did during those negotiations, or you hated what he did during those negotiations, 
The fact remains, Leon Rose didn't hate it. Given the reports and the level of trust Rosas has within the organization currently, I think it's a no-brainer to assume that the next general manager for the New York Knicks will be Gerson Rosas. The biggest question being asked currently this offseason is if the New York Knicks make a superstar type of trade, who will the trade be centered around? Who gets moved in a superstar trade? Is it going to be Julius Randle or is it going to be R.J. Barrett? That's been the key question this offseason. Well, thanks to NBA insider Ian Bagley, we got the answer to that question. According to Ian Bagley, as noted in June 15th's The Putback episode, if the Knicks make a trade for a top player, it seems like they would have to move either R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle to make it work. If I had to guess... I think Barrett's playoff performance bolsters the odds that he remains in New York in that Randall or Barrett scenario. So clearly, as Ian Bagley states here, if the Knicks were to make a superstar level type of trade, Randall and or RJ Barrett, one of them would have to go. And if that scenario came up where it was RJ or Randall to center a trade around in order to get a superstar back in the deal... According to Ian Bagley, the Knicks would rather keep R.J. Barrett, given his playoff performance, and trade Julius Randle. And I'd have to assume that that is due to Julius Randle's playoff performance. Now, for the regular season, there really isn't anything to talk about. When you're comparing R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, Julius Randle had a phenomenal regular season this time around. He not only made All-NBA team, but he also made an All-Star appearance as well, too. That's how good Julius Randle played during the regular season. R.J. Barrett, on the other hand, in terms of him getting better each and every season, which is basically what we saw each and every year that he's been in the league, you could say this was the first year that R.J. Barrett had been playing for the Knicks that you saw his play go in reverse. This has been one of his worst years, especially shooting the ball since he's entered the league. So this regular season did him no favors at all. It was one of his worst. So if you're comparing... R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle in terms of regular season numbers, it may not make sense as to why the Knicks would rather hold R.J. and trade Randle. However, if you look at the playoffs, that tells a completely different story. For the postseason, R.J. Barrett finished with the following numbers, 19.3 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 2.8 assists on 43.3% field goal shooting and he went to the line 5.9 times per game, sinking a respectable 76.9%. His three-point shooting, 32.8%, was dramatically impacted by his one-of-eight shooting in games one and two against Cleveland, and zero-for-three shooting in game six against Miami. If you take away those playoff duds, Barrett would have averaged 22.5 points, five rebounds, three assists, on 49.6% field goal shooting and 38% from deep. Conversely, these were Randall's numbers in the playoffs. Randall's scoring and shooting numbers dramatically went down to 17.1 points and 34.4% overall shooting and 28.3% from behind the arc type of shooting in the playoffs. Now it's clear as day that the ankle injury that Julius Randle was experiencing affected his play to a very high level. He could not do the same things he normally could do during the regular season. And that's why fans are split on this. They don't know if they should give Randle another chance 
or if what they saw with the Hawks and what they saw in this playoff series with the Cavs and the Heat are what they're going to see for playoff performances to come. They just don't have a good read on what Randall is going to give them. On the other hand, this postseason showed you R.J. Barrett clearly can lead a team in the postseason. Behind Jalen Brunson, he was one of our best scorers in terms of getting to the paint and getting to the line. So he could do what you needed him to do when he was driving and he was aggressive. And that's exactly what we saw R.J. Barrett do when he got to the postseason. So I think if you're a rival GM and you're looking to trade with the Knicks, while Randall does give you that great production, R.J. Barrett is the piece you'll likely want to build with. So I think that the number one name in any trade scenario for a rival GM to trade with the Knicks would be R.J. Barrett number one on that list, not Julius Randle. Adrian Wojnarowski dropped a major Woj bomb recently when he announced that all-star guard for the Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal, was going to be traded to the Phoenix Suns. And our guy Josh Hart absolutely had to speak out on that Beal trade. So let's first look at the Beal trade and what Washington got back for trading Bradley Beal. According to Woj, Washington is expected to get back Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and multiple second round picks. That's right. Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and multiple second round picks. That was a trade that the Phoenix Suns pulled off to get their new big three in KD, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal. Now, there is something to note here. Bradley Beal's contract is a 251 Supermax deal, so he's getting paid, number one. But number two, within that contract is a no-trade clause, meaning that Bradley Beal gets to decide where he wants to go. It wasn't the Wizards who got to decide that. It was Bradley Beal. So taking that into consideration... The Wizards really didn't have much options. Either they traded Beal or they held on to Beal with him being unhappy and playing for the team. And we've seen cases with other superstars that when you do that, it doesn't always work out well for your franchise. Josh Hart shared my concerns as well too as he tweeted out the following. They didn't get a single first round pick? No, Josh. They didn't get one single first round pick. Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and multiple second round picks. Not one first round pick for Bradley Beal. He's surprised by this. I'm surprised by this. I'm sure a lot of the league was surprised by Bradley Beal moving to the Phoenix Suns, but also by the deal it took to get Bradley Beal as part of the Phoenix Suns. I think that is just as shocking. It was an incredible trade for the Phoenix Suns, though, who now jump up the ladder in terms of being one of the teams to watch to be in the NBA Finals next year. This offseason just started, and we're already seeing massive moves made to rosters to help get them better and contend for a championship next season. I can't even imagine what other moves are going to be made this offseason. Only time will tell. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans, peace.